Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. New Year, man. <laughs> Happy I, New Year, Kev. Hey, thanks, dude. Um, it's 2015, man. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. Yeah, so uh, we want to wish everybody out there in the MOW land a Happy New Year. Uh, this is another episode of The Magic Our Way, episode 62, MOW 62. And uh, my name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And we want to introduce our, you know, how would you, how else can we start 2015 without having. Our, our our favorite just a dream away travel agent on the, the show with us you know um i mean we, we couldn't we couldn't start the 2015 year any other way so lee how you doing man fantastic actually we're sitting uh sitting in my living room this time uh my den i guess you would Your call den. it um Very and cool. recording from home tonight so i'm on vacation buddy mm. <laughs> that's awesome how long are you on vacation for man uh, all this week. I was on vacation last week and this week. So. Awesome. So you're not Just freezing your butt off nearly as much as you were last time you were on the show. Not as much. And by the way, I, I, <laughs> now that I checked the weather uh, on the Weather Channel, yeah. uh, uh, weather.com or whatever, it seems to always go back to that Omaha. And <laughs> they were at two degrees today. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I'll take uh, I'll take our 50 over here in Houston. No problem. A pair of degrees. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So. <laughs> Um, yeah. Get some business out of the way. Uh, we got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. That's where you can follow us on the social media stuff. Email magicourway at gmail.com. You can find us on SpeakPipe to leave a voicemail straight from your computers at speakpipe.com forward slash magicourway. Uh, you can leave us a voicemail from your phone calling the toll free number 1 844 Harambe. That's 1 844 Harambe. H-A-R-A-M-B-E. So you can call from any landline or mobile phone or whatever you use to dial somebody, uh, you know, kind of a thing. So you can leave us a voicemail there. Also, too, you can download the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, although if you're listening to the show, you know where to find us. Uh, but anyway, if you go through any of those mediums, man, uh, leave us a rating and a review, please. That, that definitely does help. And, you know, uh, every listener, man, uh, we might start giving out little prizes here and there for those that leave like a rating and a review just because uh, we want to get you guys uh, involved with the show and let other people know about it because it um, keeps the show relevant, keeps uh, us in, uh, relevant in the search engine so other people can find us, uh, keeps us from getting buried and everything with the sea of Disney World podcast. And I know we definitely appreciate you guys listening to our show. Uh, you know, there's a lot of Disney podcasts for you guys to choose from. So thank you for choosing us. So anyway, guys, it's the new year. Uh, but did, did y'all make? Are y'all y'all make any resolutions for this year? What's up? Huh? Anything? anything have y'all thought? I mean, now granted, we are recording this before the new year, but it's actually tomorrow, so you, you don't have much time if you're going to decide to go with a resolution. So, do any of you guys have a a resolution that you're going to make? I'm going to lose some weight. I can tell you that. Lose some weight, lose some weight. So it's a good uh, resolution kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Lee, you got anything? You well, you're I would do? say I'm going to lose some weight. Uh, I lost about 10 pounds last year, but I thought I would have lost more in an entire year. So yeah. I'll just keep going with that. Um, <laughs> I think I'll, I'll tell you what, man. I'm going to throw this out there. I will sometime in 2014 run an official 5K race somewhere. 2000, 2015? Sometime in the year 2015, I will run a 5K. Really? There you wow. go. How's that? Wow. That that's yeah. great, man. Hearing it here for the first time. 
Okay, yeah, so uh, all the listeners take notice. Uh, Lee is going to do a 5K sometime this year. You know, when I'm down there during Mardi Gras and Presidents Week, they had the princess run half marathon thing. <laughs> yeah, that, the princess run? Is that what they call yeah, it? Yeah, I, I forget what the exact title the is. The princ- yeah, the, the princess, princess half, half marathon, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if they do a 5K with it or not, but I mean, you know. Just well, actually, I have, a, I, have a, um, <laughs> I have a client that's going to be there for that time. Uh, exactly. She's going down there for the princess half. Um, she's going to run that, and uh, she's got her trip planned around that. That's actually who I'm just finishing up working on this morning. I was finishing up a few ADRs for her. Oh, awesome, man. As if you, first-time listener, if you don't know, Lee's a travel agent with a Just a Dream Away travel agency, and so specializing in Disney World vacations and, and much, much more. So, Lee, why don't you give the listeners a little uh, rundown of your information and stuff? Well, the the most uh, direct way to reach me is uh, email. Uh Lee at just a dream away travel dot com. Uh, that's pretty easy. You can also find me on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash lostovica travel, L A S T O V I C A travel. Uh, and you can reach me directly at 832 570 5490. And as we'll talk about it here in a minute, there's a lot of good stuff going on right now. If you're looking to book a trip, especially for springtime. There's a few things going on, so we'll talk about that in the queue. And also, too, to go along with that, we we know Lee had a little special going on just before Christmas. Uh, if anybody out there is listening, actually took part in that, and uh, I did. You know, got the did you? Yes. So you got the <laughs> any other anybody yeah. other than Danny that took part of the the, the opportunity to get a twenty five dollar <laughs> gift certificate. We'd love to hear from you, man. We'd talk to you, tell us about your trip or your upcoming trip, or you know, if you're just exploding with Disney excitement, man, we want to talk to you. We want, we want to hear what you have to say. And we're here to listen, man. We got ears. And we'll, we'll, we'll shoot back. We'll geek out. We'll geek out on Disney style. We'll get, y'all, get Lee on, and we'll get you on, and you know, it'll it's just be one awesome party. So anyway, you know how to get in touch with us, man. There's a lot of stuff going on, so let's head on whoa, to whoa, whoa, the... Whoa, 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 wait, wait a minute. Oh, my resolution. Yes. Oh, okay. You see, because mine was, a game to, to, was to lose weight. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and Lee said he's going to lose weight and run a marathon. I'm not ruling out gaining weight, too. Well, I was going to say, way. mine was going to gain weight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm planning on fluctuating. No, um, my, my actual uh, resolution is actually get um, this podcast paying for itself. Hmm. That's my goal for exactly a year from now. When the next time we do a recording of this in 2015, is to have this a podcast fully uh, self supporting itself. Well, why not just start with the website? Well, then, yeah, that's what I'm going to end. Exactly. MagicRWay.com. We're going to get that website up for you in 2015. That's going to be a very immediate goal. So you're going to actually see that happening. That's going to be your landing page for everything Magic Our Way. So uh, if there's anything specific on a website that you want to see, like if you do you want like uh, like a map or you want something or you want links to all the different various Disney things in the Disney universe, the Disney fan universe, man, we'll do it because we're pretty fresh. We're trying to, we want to try to make it. A uh, good landing page for everything Magic Our Way, as well as very informative and helpful for you guys. And of all, we're going to have uh, information on Just a Dream Away Travels. You can get in touch with one of those travel agents, even Lee. Not one. Stuff. What's that? Not, I, we've gone through this. We do not guarantee the remainder of the Just a Dream Away Travel team, just Lee. No, <laughs> we're, 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 no Lee, yeah. I'm sure they're all wonderful people, but I, I can't vouch for them. I know Lee. Well, I, we can trust Lee. Lee can vouch for him, right? Yeah, well... I'll, I'll put. I'll vouch for him, but yeah. you can still contact me. That's. Right. I, I would yeah. suggest they contact him. Mm. If I just get so overwhelmed in the rush of clients, I'll make sure that someone else has the <laughs> and puts them out. That's so generous. <laughs> if I can't handle the workload, 
Man, no. if you get overwhelmed, I'm gonna I'm gonna see about getting a job with you, man. <laughs> no, that'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. So, all right. So anyway, let's head. Not, not can we head on to the queue? No, because I'm gonna say like maybe if 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 we go ahead and work it out with <laughs> Lee where we do well, yeah, then we can open and another uh, travel agency and another travel agency. and another travel agency to kind of piggyback I'm, off. I'm our, down with that. Or travel our way? How about that? Travel our way. Travel, so it's to get people here to New Orleans, huh? To get people here to New Orleans? No, no, no. It's never mind. Oh, another another Disney thing? Hurry up and get to the cube. Okay. <laughs> this is dying. Okay, okay enough jibber jabber. Can enough, we do that? Enough. Enough. <laughs> enough what? Jibber jabber. All right, let's and head fl- on to the cube. Flim flam, damn flim it. Flam and jibber jabber. Entirely too much flim flam in this. All right, here we go. All right, so this week in the queue, I'm going to lead off with something exceptional and something strange. You know, the queue has always been something, you know, when Danny and I first started that show, we didn't want it to be just your normal run-of-the-mill news thing. You know, it's kind of become where the queue is like reality and the hub becomes a little bit of fantasy and mixed in with reality somewhat or just it could be whatever. But the queue is just it's not just every news topic that we see out there. And we reported there's a lot of good podcasts that do that. We wanted to make it to where it's new segments that we want to talk about. And, you know, it could be anything from, you know, the mundane to the normal Disney stuff that you might hear in other podcasts. There's something really exceptionally uh, exceptional and strange. Not really strange, but just so you know, whatever. And this first topic is no different (laughs) than anything that we've liked to discuss before in the past. And that is the whole issue. If you haven't seen it in the Disney fan universe, we're talking about the whole Christina Aguilera thing over at Disneyland. You know, she's kind of flipping out. She's with her entourage and stuff. And she's uh, allegedly the, allegedly. With your, yeah, there's all alleged stuff. We don't know if it's true, but it's reported for New York Daily News, TMZ, all different us weekly. Websites. Don't get us sued by an ex yeah. uh, musketeer. Yeah. You know, so it's just everything. Yeah, yeah it's true. I got to get the lingo in. So <laughs> um, allegedly she was uh, accused of, you know, throwing a tirade or whatever else. We don't know if it's completely true, but you know, all these people uh, are kind of reporting it. So I just want to figure this is something worthy of talking about in the queue. Have you guys heard about this? Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is news to me. This is news to you. Oh, wow. Yeah. So anyway, is there something about she uh, called Mickey an a-hole allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. We don't know if that's true or not. But the story goes that Mickey was about to go on break, and she she was with her kids, I guess, and they wanted to get a picture. Uh, but the handlers it was said that she would have to wait, you know. And so she that's when she flipped out, allegedly flipped out, and uh, you know, called names were flying and everything else, and she just kind of lost her cool or whatever else. Um, she has since then, I guess, tweeted out a picture of her entourage, how happy and Mickey ears and stuff. And the pictures on any of the websites that you see and pretty much the story is the same everywhere. So, uh, I, you know, I don't know how true it is or how much of the truth we'll actually get about what happened. Cause you know, they tend to squash things like that, mm-hmm. but it's kind of interesting to know, you know, it's just another story about a celebrity, you know, pushing their entitlement or whatever else, you know, I, I don't know. What, what, what do you guys think of that? I, you know, I think that, um, and I don't, I wouldn't know Christina Aguilera either. Uh, if she came up to me, I, I, I don't know how old the, the I'm pretty sure she didn't call a mouse an asshole. I'm, I'm sorry. I can't say that. Can I? I'm pretty oh, I can sure beat that out. I can beat that out. I'm That's pretty okay. sure she didn't call the, a mouse an, an a-hole. Yes. I, I think she probably directed that towards. I don't know how smart Christina Aguilera is. I really don't. But I'm pretty sure she probably directed that at whatever cast member told her she could not. Yeah. She had to wait for her picture. Yeah, in the heat of the moment, she lost her cool and things allegedly, were flying. If allegedly, she allegedly. If she did, in some imaginary land, if this actually happened, yeah. you know, 
I would say that she probably was not calling the mouse himself yeah. in a hole. She was probably calling it to the, the cast the member. The cast member, the handler himself. Yeah, probably so. Uh, Lee, so this is your first time hearing this little story. What do you think about that? Any thoughts? Well, I, think or- she, I think she's got enough money. She should have just hired the, uh, what do they call them, the, the plaids to yeah. take her around the world. Uh, she's got enough money to do that. I don't know what she was doing waiting in line with all the regular folks. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, like you, I said, I think sometimes things get blown out of proportion, right? Um, you know, especially if you can have a chance to make a celebrity look bad, I think people like to do that. So, I don't know. She never doesn't have the reputation for being like that, does she? Um, I know. I don't know. To be honest, I have no idea what she's like as a person. This is the um, first I've heard of her in years. Uh, I don't even know what well, she's been up to. I haven't even heard about her lately. So, well, yeah, only thing she does is like she's on The Voice as of late. You know, she. she oh, really? Yeah, she's she, one of the judges on The Voice, so she she appears there a lot. So um, that's pretty much what she's got going on at the moment. Other than you know, like you know, her songs are still around. You know, every time Mulan comes on, that song, you know, her singing it, still there. So I mean. She's she's more or less relevant, especially for those that watch The Voice. I mean, they're going to know who she is. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, about this situation being blown out. I mean, I, I mean, I don't care. <laughs> it's just interesting to note. But I mean, um, I, I'm but not gonna I'm not gonna cry if, over it. If we were to make pretend that she did do it, though. Yeah. Yeah, you're a pretty horrible person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, it's like Lee said. I mean, you could totally hire one of those plaids to help you out there. You know, you could probably even hire to like a, a Mickey, a private sh- showing with Mickey if you right. want to do that. Unless you just really wanted to be, be part of the Disney fan universe and be part of the common folk. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people with her. I mean, how you know one of them didn't say it? Yeah. And so, now, unless she doesn't have the money to do it. What? Maybe you know, maybe she, maybe she's like you know, some of those NFL stars just blow their wad and everything else. As an ex Mouseketeer, you would think she has the cachet to pull off a picture with Mickey and her friends. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what I'm. I I would think, but you know, hey, I I don't know. Like you said, maybe she went in there. I wouldn't know Christina Aguilera if she walked next to me on the street. Right. I'm about to say, is she like an Annette level Mouseketeer? Do you think? Sure. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, yeah. I would think so. I mean, what did Annette do? I mean, she was a Mouseketeer for a while. Yes. I mean, she was in movies and everything. She yeah, but sang. anything, anything good. Well, I mean, not that I would know. Beach blanket bingo is probably <laughs> one of the biggest things, you know. Exactly. Well, Christina Stuff Aguilera, like Frankie Valley, and all that kind of business. She was a she was a top selling artist at at one point in time. She's on. Yeah. I, I I don't watch The Voice, but I, I assume it's a. I assume it's it's one of those karaoke contest shows that they do with the, yeah. like the American Eye. I'm assuming it's doing well. That it's still on the air after all yeah. this time. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, arguably you can say she's, she's been as successful as say Annette. I mean, her and, and, um, Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake, their time as, uh, Musketeers yeah. are kind of legendary, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I, as far as being on that level, I would disagree with that as far as Christina. We're, we're going on a whole different topic, but anyway, and, um, uh, well, no, this, maybe this is our hub. <laughs> yeah, this could be the hub. But anyway, like Justin, I would say would be closer to Annette level than anything. And this is by just people knowing who Annette is. Um, she was a singer. She was a musketeer. She was in movies. She's more widespread. Christina Aguilera, has she been in movies? No, not really. Her exposure's not there. Has she been much TV other than the musketeers? Eh, not really, other than like specials and stuff. Or maybe even now The Voice. People just yeah, know her as a single musician, you know? She, yeah, doesn't, she doesn't have a... Uh... A, a section in the Muppets uh, 3D section uh, attraction either. Yeah, she doesn't have a little uh, toast to that, <laughs> a tribute <laughs> to that, you know. Jello. 
that, mean, that is very classic, but I would have to argue then, though, that, again, that Annette never really got beyond B-level movies. Yeah, but she, her name was more widespread. It I was think. more widespread, but I mean, who was a... At one point in time, Christina was a was a big-time artist. Yeah. I mean, like, her, her music was... I would say her music has eclipsed us. If you're just looking at, you know, market success, her music eclipsed what Annette was able to pull off in movies. Right. That would be where I would say, I mean, like when you said, like you would say Justin, like that was the one I paused on. I'm like, was he actually, I couldn't remember. I know Brittany and Christina was, I couldn't quite remember if he was one of them. Yeah. He was one of them. Yeah. Yeah. He was part of that whole crew. So I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not saying that you know there, there's obvious. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say that arguably, you know, they they've achieved a similar level of success to where they both. I mean, I think Annette's just more tied in with Disney because she's more embodied that wholesome Disney image, right? Than what Christina has. Right. Right. Yeah, and I, I would agree with that. It might be something to uh, uh, think about down the future because you know I would say I, I would still you know. I'd, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put Christina up there with Annette. Okay. You know. So, but man, it could be something interesting to talk about. But I, anyway, you know, that's fair enough. Yeah. What do you guys think? I'd be curious to see. A totally different topic from what we originally talked about with the Q. But this is actually kind of interesting. You know, it, does any of these current Musketeers that have come out achieved like Annette Funicello type status? You know, or equal, or raised went above it? Who knows? I, I'd be curious to see what the listeners' thoughts are on that. So anyway. Well, I'm I'm googling Annette Funicello's oh. IMDb page. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what what um what you call it what what she did. Then, just for our own personal curiosity, you can edit this part yeah. of that. I'm just I'm just curious for me what. Yeah, no, that's fine. I think she's she was hooked in more just because she was with Frankie Valley, and a lot of stuff that he did. So when you think of Annette, you think of Frankie. So you Babes know. in Toyland. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. And, you know, and, I, and I think she also gets kind of a, a little bit of a, um, and not that Babes in Toyland was a great movie, by the way, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I do think she kind of gets a little bit of a, a of a pass from the standpoint that she actually worked with Walt. Yeah, I mean, she she was handpicked by Walt to be one of his, you know, one of the faces of his uh his company. Yeah, Shaggy Dog. Oh, All wait, right. Chris, you know, can I tell you something? Christina Aguilera, uh, Moulin Rouge. Yeah, remember uh, she, she had she that was, song. Yeah, she had that song. She was in Get Smart. Yeah, that her, her her music was in that movie as well. I don't know if she was ever an actress in any of these. Wait, 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 hold. It. She's got three actress credits. Yeah, she probably does small things. Get him to the Greek would be probably the only thing that I've heard of, and I don't think that's anything you want on your resume. So okay, there you go. <laughs> All right, so the next thing we have in the queue is this video that a friend of mine actually showed me of this. Because, well, let me preface like this. Uh, she's going down to Disney World the same time we are. And uh, she's looking for a vacation home for her family to stay in. She likes, usually likes doing the vacation home stuff. And the sounds that you hear in the background are the video that I sent to Danny and Lee for them to view, uh, which is a, did you, a video that I'll post in the show notes as well put it post on our Facebook page. And um, it's it's a video of this house that you can rent. It's a vacation home, and I think it's Clearwater. It's not terribly far from Disney World um, that you can rent. Um, it's called oh, what's the name of it? An island. Uh, the Ever After Estate. Oh, yes. The Ever After. Uh, the it's called the Ever After Estate, and it's literally on some type of island or whatever. You got to take a boat or something to get to it, and everything. And it's just. Uh, I don't know. It's just uh, pretty unreal. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, I'm looking at the video now. It's 
crazy. Yeah, you see the game room stuff. They're talking about that. Mm-hmm. I think they have, if I remember correctly, three of these things. Yeah, but like you know, if if you got to take a a boat just to get to mainland, just to then now try to get to Disney, mm-hmm. like I, I would just go to stay water. here. Like if I go and I book, I mean, why wouldn't you like? That's one of my problems with you know, when you book a deluxe uh, resort at Disney is you're right. barely ever in the room. Right. I mean, this is a beautiful, beautiful um, place. I, I would yeah, hate I would not, leaving it. I probably would not even go to Disney if I was renting this house. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, that's the same thing I said when she first showed me. This. I saw this video last night. I was like, oh, I got to talk about this on the show. <laughs> but, I mean, it's absolutely incredible. You know, if I were to go to Disney World, I don't know if I'd want to leave the resort, the, resor- the place that I'm staying at, because there's just so much to do. Did y'all notice the little miniature golf thing? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then you have that big old pool, and you have uh, there's bass fishing. I think they might have mentioned that already on the video. Mm-hmm. Um, outdoor game kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Outdoor kitchen, indoor workout kitchen, room. a workout room, a slide, a ball pit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a hot tub. No, they have a ball pit, dude. Yeah. You oh, know, awesome. I think place where your kids. Play. Did y'all see the, the? Are y'all at the part of the movie theater yet? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw the you movie see that a, a movie theater it comes with movies, mm-hmm. thousands of movies that you can watch in this a state of the art real life theater with rake seats and HD and all this kind of business mm-hmm. with the marquee lights and everything. I mean, th- th- you're gonna see a part of the video where this uh, this is one person who says, "Yeah, it's just me and my family of four or whatever staying in this place or something like that." Some really small number, and I think this place can sleep up to like thirty three. 3233, you know? Uh, if you wanted to bring like 3233 of your friends to Walt Disney World and have a, a great time. That's just what you need to be standing in line at your resort, too. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I want to use a ball pit. I need to get a fast pass for the miniature golf <laughs> or one of the many game rooms, you know, to sl- swim in a pool. Full size basketball court. I know. I saw that one, too. And they got outdoor pool table and stuff. And oh, man. You know, I would go there just to be in, a, in on vacation. I don't know if I'd necessarily go to the parks, even though the parks are right yeah. there. I'm curious. But well, you say right there. Clearwater is a good hour, an hour and a half away. Yeah, it's a good trek. It's a good trek. Yeah. Um, Whoa, hour and a, hour and a half away? Wait, yeah. what? Oh, yeah. So this has Tampa. Oh, yeah. So this has not. You're not staying here and going to Disney World. Yeah. Unless you're like making a quick trip up for one day and yeah. coming right back. Yeah. So anyway, pretty okay. nuts, man. So but still, it's. It's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. You know, maybe you could start booking vacations to there, Lee, for those who just want to yeah, get I'll away. Yeah, I bet you that's a nice fat commission. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, all right. So initial thoughts. You know, y- y'all have kind of made it through the video for the most part. W- would you stay there? Well, would I? Of course, like in Fantasyland, when I can afford to stay there, yeah, I would stay there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, God, it didn't say how much it costs. It's got to be thousands of dollars a night. Yeah, yeah. it's. I, I, I want to. I can't remember how much it was. I think she was telling me it was like, uh, is it eighteen hundred a night? Yeah, that sounds. Fifteen hundred, eighteen hundred a night. If I can't remember correctly, I didn't delve into it completely on the website, but we'll post that in the show notes if you, in case you, any of you listeners want to, um, stay there. And if any yeah, of you listeners. Yeah, well, yeah. Invite us. We'll do we'll do a whole series of shows there with you, and you could be on the show, in the theater. 
But if any of our listeners, for some reason, have stayed there, we would love to hear your experiences. You know, so call us. Uh, uh, Danny, what do you think, man? Would you would you want to stay there? Um, you know, if this uh, if this home was within three hours driving distance from my home, and I could make it like a destination for me and my family to go to for four to five days and, and really kind of enjoy it, yeah, absolutely. But if I'm yeah. going to Orlando. It's way down the pecking order under Disney, under right. Universal, under Busch Gardens, under I mean to 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 book a, a you know because you're practically booking a, a trip to or um to Florida to stay here. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of other things in Florida I like to do. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, probably not. Not for Florida. But if it was, uh, you know, three hours or even four or five away from my house, where I can right. just hop in the car, go over there, and spend a, a weekend up there. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Now let me let me put it to y'all y'all this way. So let's say we have some of our, our British listeners uh, that like to take holiday for like maybe weeks on end, like maybe like a month, three to four weeks or so, and they usually end up going to Disney World and staying in the resorts, at, you know, for a long periods of time. If you were a British tourist or whatever, and you were going to stay in the area for a good long time for a holiday, and you were to cross the pond, and go to Disney World, or just in Central Florida, would you want to stay there for if you can afford it? Would you want to stay there for like three four weeks? while you're touring like the central Florida stuff, would that be something that would, would that be feasible for that kind of a thing? Uh, sure. Bloody hell. Yes. Bloody well. <laughs> chip, 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 period. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want to say. Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Cause those guys get to go what, like for two, three weeks at a time. Yeah. I could see that. I could see doing Disney for a week, doing Orlando, you know, for a, maybe a week and a half and then yeah. spending a week and a half there. One thing I did notice is, is it anywhere near the actual beach? But you said it's on an island. Yeah, I think I want to say it's like you know because Florida is like they a, didn't show any a, shoreline or right. beach. I think it's like close to like a lake there. or freshwater stuff because they, they had like yeah. freshwater bass fishing. But you know you know how they, they have so many little water inlets and stuff in, in and mm-hmm. around Florida. So I think it's surrounded by water on, on its own little islands. Island in quotes, I guess it's not like an island like like Bahamas or something uh, or nothing yeah. that massive. But I, I think it's something like yeah, like a piece of land with a moat. <laughs> <laughs> or something, you know. It probably does have a moat and a, a drawbridge. It probably does. Oh, that'd be awesome. They had a Harry <laughs> Potter room. Did y'all notice that? No, I didn't see I, that one. Yeah, they have a Harry Potter room, Harry Potter theme room. You know, it's got like oh, well, now rooms they're mixing and stuff. Their, their parks. They're messing this is like up. booking out like a weekend at Celebration Station. It is really what it amounts <laughs> to. Is like you're 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 kind of like spending uh, the night at Celebration Station with your. You know, miniature golf courses and watering holes yeah, and, and the ball, ball pit pits and, and arcade theme rooms, games. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know that I'd recommend that for people. You know, at some point in time, you know, I, it depends on how old you are, I suppose. If you got a family with young children, I mean, sooner or later, they're going to be like, we never do anything. We never go anywhere. And like, <laughs> what do you expect? We're on an island. We can't get, you know, so I don't know. I don't know that I would totally recommend this. I, you know, I, actually, this might be fun for for me and my wife just by ourselves to do, I think. For a week? Yeah. Well, no, not for a week. Too, that, but that, is that too long or is that too short? That's too That's too long. That's too long. Like three days. It, the magic will be gone after two. You know, you can only, you know. So there's how many bedrooms? There's a lot of okay, bedrooms well, there. If, you, if it's $1,500 a night you're, for a week, that's ten grand. Yeah. <sighs> I could do a lot of stuff with ten grand. Yeah, yeah. this is true. Especially yeah. in and around Disney World. You could probably rent Celebration Station night for like two hours and get everything you need out of that. <laughs> and what was it? I don't know if the listeners have know about a Celebration Station. I don't know if that was a uh, exact Chuck same e. thing. Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Well, no, Chuck E. Cheese. No, I was at Chuck E. Cheese this past week. Chuck E. Cheese, I was going to say that, but it is nothing compared to what 
it it like what showbiz used to be showbiz showbiz, showbiz. was that was the gold standard. Chuck E. Cheese is like a casino for children. It's not even anything close to what it, it once was. It's so boring to be there right now. Like I was there for 20 minutes and I was, I was begging my child, please push the tokens in the stupid machine faster <laughs> so we can get out of here. This is horrible. Okay. So if you want to really go off topic, yeah. since you mentioned showbiz, have you seen the uh, rock fire explosion? Documentary? That video? Oh, yeah. Abso- yeah. I own it. Danny has it, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great. Oh, yeah. Was- Absolutely great. It answered so many... Like, I always wondered why Showbiz went away and it got replaced by Chuck E. Cheese after Chuck E. Cheese and Billy Bob were friends for a while there, at least I thought. And um, it was replaced by a lesser show and lesser quality, and it just got worse and worse, and now it is the horror show that it is right now. Um, yeah, I found it to be absolutely fascinating. Answered a lot of questions about what what happened to it. Yeah, you know, I still want to view that video. I've, I've seen bits and pieces of it you like on YouTube, but I'm going to have to borrow that. You should. If you've ever wondered, yeah, I mean, I don't know when the last time you've been in Chuck E. Cheese is, uh, Kev. Eh, a few months ago. It's been a while. All right. Uh, let me put let me put it like this. Okay. Yeah. And and this is going to be way off topic, and you can edit this out of the eh, podcast. Okay. If you want. okay. This is interesting. All right. Me and my daughter went to Chuck E. Cheese yesterday. Because, you know, she had a day off, I had a day off, and, you know, they brainwash them with a little commercial where they actually make that place look like fun, which it's not. (laughs) All right, so you go over there, and there's a part there, like it used to be when it was Showbiz, and even, you know, when when Showbiz switched over to Chuck E. Cheese, where the theater, where the, the, the show took place with the animatronics was separate from the game room. Now it's just one homogenized thing. Now it's just one big room. And the stuff that's going on on the stage over there is separate. They turn the volume down so low that you can't even hear what they're saying up on stage anyway. Right. Not that it matters because the one that we went to, there's one animatronic. And it's of Chuck E. Cheese by himself. There's no, none of the other figures. There's no other people there. Just one Chuck E. Cheese who, um, they don't even close the curtain when he's done performing. He just sits there in dead mode. You know, with the eyes like just open and just doing yeah. nothing. There's no illusion when the actual walk around Chuck E. Cheese character comes out. Oh yeah, they don't even close it. Like there's yes. two Chuckies and there's no suspension of disbelief. The kids, it's like it's so cruddy yeah. of the show. The kids don't even care about. It. When we were there, we're getting ready to check out, and now they're doing like kids. Chucky's gonna show up in five minutes for an ultimate birthday bash and blah, blah blah. And they kept doing that over and over. Now oh, now it's only four minutes for Chuck E. Cheese shows up, and it's three. So my child's looking at me like, can we can we see Chuck E. Cheese? Because she she passed on seeing him the first time. Right, right. When he came out in a little costume. So like, oh, fine, okay, let's go let's go walk over there and see Chuckie's. Like, okay, it's one minute now. Here comes Chuck E. Cheese, and so they play it, and. I guess the walk around character was supposed to walk out. Yeah. And now he's talking in Chucky voice. Hey, boys and girls, thanks for coming over here. And stars of the show are you. And we're going to come over here. And we're going to except there's no walk around character anywhere to be seen. The animatronics in dead mode over there. So it's not moving. But Chucky's talking to a room full of people with no Chuck E. Cheese. And the kids are just looking around, standing around doing nothing. And they got these three cast members at the front of the uh, of the restaurant. And Chucky's like, okay, we're going to do our birthday dance and we're going to stop. And they got these three lifeless cast members <laughs> doing this horrible little strutting dance. You could tell they could give a darn less about being there. It was just miserable to see. It was There was no Chuck E. Cheese anywhere to be seen. If I would paid... 
for my birthday because it was yeah. a birthday thing. If I pay for the birthday thing, it's like, guys, I need my money back. This is right. not, where's the mouse? Somebody make with the mouse. There's no mouse out here. All I hear is in... Uh, it's like the ghost host at the haunted mansion. It's a voice with no character. Right, right. You know? um, which works well if it's a ghost, not so well if it's a mouse. So uh, yeah, it was just awful. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I'm glad you brought up the whole thing about the double Chuckies because mm-hmm. I, I don't know, maybe because I'm such a dizzy fan that I know things like this. But the fact that they had the audio animatronic uh, Chucky up there, and then the, the the costume character comes out, and they mm-hmm. have both of them going or whatever. This is one birthday party I went, or a couple of birthday parties I went to that happened. And I was like, at least close the curtain, <laughs> you know, to at least kind of give, you know, not completely just give away. I mean, to retain some type of magic. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Chucky's not like that. Now, granted, these are the views expressed by the Magic Our Way podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, where you reflect uh, whatever, blah, 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 of the... Uh, that company so but uh, it ought to yeah um, it should yeah that's our opinions there but you know but you're right because you remember when you were a kid and they did showbiz and the curtain would always close especially yeah. like when the walk around characters would come out the curtain would close yeah and there was a thing like you knew it was all fake you knew they were all robots over there but you and your friends would kind of elbow each other right right, I'm, right I'm not looking under the curtain you look under because you're always afraid that you're gonna look under the curtain and that big gorilla was just going to shoot you look like, how dare you? He looked under the curtain. Like, there was a sense of wonderment and awe that yeah. existed there. Even though you knew it wasn't real, that that curtain closing allowed you to suspend disbelief for a little bit. Yeah. That little yeah. bit of uncertainty. Yeah. That kinda, yeah. Yeah, I know what you There's mean. no. That's why kids, like when Chucky comes out now and they're doing the shows, none of the kids leave the games. Like it used to be when the show went on, all the kids left the games to come see the show. Right, right. No one leaves. The show happens. No one cares. Yeah. It just goes on. There's, it's more TV screens up there than anything. Yeah. All they're doing is playing TV screens of puppets acting out stuff that the real life animatronic things used to do. Right. It's just a miserable, awful, terrible place. <laughs> <laughs> So right up there with Toy Story Mania? Yeah, oh no, I'd, I'd actually do Toy Story Mania first. I, uh, yeah. I, I would do that. Oh, look wow. at that. Well, that just says it all right there, doesn't it? That yes. tells you yes, it how really... bad Chuck E. Cheese is. Yeah, luckily I got a uh, 16 and a 14-year-old right now, so they're past Chuck E. Cheese. But uh, there's nothing worse than getting invited to a Chuck E. Cheese birthday party. It's like, ah. Uh, yeah, I don't no. want to do yeah. <laughs> I have the right age for it, but we're not doing it ever. <laughs> you know, but anyway. Um, shoot your thoughts on Chuck E. Cheese anyway to the show. But. You know the salad bar there that looks like you're just going to get like freaking E. Cola? E. Cola. Exactly. There's all kinds of things in places where they don't belong. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. Are we there, good? There's a layer of grease before the layer of cheese on the pizza. It's that orange grease, you know, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, never. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's okay. Well, I'm glad you I said. Can you get beer at Chuck E. Cheese? I want to say oh. yes. I think you can. It used to be that you could at showbiz. I didn't check because, you know, I was with my child alone. And, yeah. you know, generally if I'm going to drink, I like my wife to be there just in case I need to say, hey, honey, um, you're driving. Right. Um, but, you know, if I was drinking by myself watching a kid, I probably would have got a couple of looks. But I didn't. Sh- so I didn't check. But I think Kevin's right. I think you can. Yeah, I think I remember seeing. I mean, it's not anything major, only awesome. It's like maybe like Bud Light or Bud or Miller yeah. or something like that. Something light stuff, you know. Yeah. You know, not, nothing anything heavy, but anyway, speaking of pizza, hey, <laughs> hey, the next thing on the queue, we're going to talk about a restaurant in Animal Kingdom where you can find pizza that's adding a table surface restaurant 
or we don't know exactly how they're going to implement. Do you, have y'all heard this uh, thing about Pizza Fari? Have y'all heard this little bit about what's maybe coming? It has been confirmed. Yeah, I saw it today, I think. Yeah. Uh, so, Danny, have you heard this? No, I haven't. So, basically, what it, what it is is that uh, Disney has confirmed that Pizza Far is receiving a table service to go along with his counter servicing. Now, I, I say go along. I'm not exactly sh- sure what words to say because they haven't really said how they're going to implement it, whether they're, they're going to do like the uh, what the Tusker House thing that used to be, or was it Yak and Yeti used to be counter service? Yak and Yeti. And then it turned into a table service kind of a thing. They, uh, they, don't, they haven't said if they're going to do that to Pizza Far. Um, granted, they have the space to do it, uh, or if they're going to have a separate thing that's attached that will be table service and they'll retain the integrity of the counter service as it is, or you know if it's going to be like counter service during the day, table service at night kind of a thing. Um, they haven't quite ex- ex- explained, uh, talked about that yet, but what do you, what are y'all's initial thoughts about upon hearing that Pizza Far is receiving um uh, a table service. Now, granted, uh, this is the first time. Last year was the first time, or maybe two years ago was the first time I actually ate at Pizza Far, and I loved it. I enjoyed it. I think I might have talked about it on the show. I had a salad, and it was absolutely killer. Uh, Danny had talk, mentioned about Pizza Far, and so I decided to give it a try as one of my new places. And you know, I really enjoyed it. I liked the food. The kids liked the pizza. You know, it was it was it was nice. It was nice. So, I mean, were y'all thinking? I don't think it has the theme to be a table service restaurant. Now, I don't think it's going to stop them. Yeah. But like if it was a table service that I'd actually book as a sit down meal. Yeah. It, it, they need to do something different with the theming. Hmm. Okay. That, that's what I would say. I mean, I, that the little drawings on the wall doesn't make me say, oh, I need to go there. And, and, and you can get the, I mean, it's not like the pizza at Pizza Fari is unique from any other pizza you could have right. gotten anywhere else. Right. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was my first thought. Is it going to be like regular? Okay, so table service you get via Napoli level pizza. Right. Counter service you get regular crappy Disney pizza. <laughs> Disney pizza. Yeah. <laughs> you know, is that how it's going to work or are yeah. they going to change the whole, you know, are they going to serve the same food at lunch as they do at dinner? Uh be our guest is a good example there where it's more sandwiches and stuff like that right. for mm-hmm. lunch and then dinner is actually like a meal. Um so yeah. I don't know. I mean it, it could be interesting. I always yeah. you know kids love pizza so you know you really can't go wrong there but uh We all educate yeah, me mean, uh, via Napoli. I've never had pizza there. Is that better than like your run of the mill pizza that you get oh, in the yeah, park? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, those absolutely. like uh what do you call it the wood burning stove kind of things but mm-hmm. not quite. Yeah. Like oh, kind of like pa- California pizza pit- kitchen kind of stuff. Yeah, like sort a, of like ca- that kind of a dough, that kind of a pizza. Like the oven brick cafe, you know. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Think okay. that. Yeah. Okay, okay, I got gotcha. you. Um, um, so yeah, it, it's, it's good. It, it really is good. And it, it is, that's the kind of thing. Yeah. I would book that. I, I don't, I'm not going to book, you know, pizza with pigeons of snakes and mice on the wall. Right, right, right. You know, I, I would say if they're going to do table service, they should have like a, uh, like a different menu or that's a, a, a menu that's up, especially if you have to book an ADR and go through all that trouble and everything else. Cause you know, they have to book ADRs for this thing. Um, it's yeah. not just gonna be a walk up, but I mean, I, I guess that adds another possible ADR thing to that part of that, which doesn't really have as much, you know, what you well, got, okay, Black about- Yeti, you got Tusker house, you got, I guess now yeah, pizza but- Fari. Well, think about this though. You've got Yak and Yeti, yeah. which kind of has a exotic feel to it with right. the animal kingdom. You've also got Tusker house, yeah. which you can kind of have, but Really, like pizza's pizza. I mean, how are they gonna, how are they gonna animal kingdom kingdomize it? Does that make sense? Yeah, you know, it like, makes sense. To, I like Yak and Yeti makes sense to me in Animal Kingdom. Yeah, 
Uh, Tusker House makes sense to me in Animal Kingdom. Pizza Fari is just their way of putting Fari on the end of pizza. Yeah. Being able to serve pizza in the park. You know, there's nothing exotic about it. It's not like you can get like, uh, you know, pieces. like African ingredients <laughs> or something on there. Yak pieces right? and uh, squash and. Right, right. Kinds I mean, of it's things. just pizza. Yeah, dates, <laughs> figs <laughs> on your pizza. Right, there you go. What about exotic pizzas? Oh, there you go. What if there was something escargot really out there? Yeah, escargot, feta cheese, I don't know. Strange things that you normally don't find on pizza. I don't know. Would, would that appeal to you guys? I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, but at least then it would make sense, right? Right, right. Nah, I like that. You know, animal kingdom. You know, you're going to go for pizza. You're going to go straight off the normal reservation as far as what pizza, what you know <laughs> as far as pizza. And I guess if you got to offer pepperoni and cheese for the kiddos. Um, sure. Anyway, so yeah, so it'd be cool. You know, it, can I say, this is something, I, and I'm, I pulled this from uh, the Imaginary Field Guide to the Animal Kingdom. I don't know if, yeah. you, if y'all own that. Um, but it, it's talking about the, the walls of the uh, pizza, for, pizza Fari being adorned with, uh, you know, all the, all the different murals yeah. of these um, exotic animals. You know, like uh, peacocks, parrots, butterflies, fancy fish, that kind of thing. Did you know when it comes to the Flame Tree Barbecue, have you ever, have you ever been to Flame Tree Barbecue? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. A lot that there's a theme going on there. I found this fascinating. I didn't realize that there's a theme going on there that I don't know if you, has you, have you picked up on it? Mm-mm. You see, I had to read about it to figure it out. And when I remember going back over there and appreciating it, yeah. and, which is why these books are really cool. You, you know, the field guide, imagining field guides, imagining yeah. field guides. When you go there next time you go to flame tree, uh, Lee, do you want to take a guess at what the motif is? No, no, no I, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm, I've eaten there like three times, but I can't think of it. I can't think of I just, even. I can well, the it's colors. like okay. I know yeah. on the outside there's like flyers that say you know beware of poachers and things like that, um, but I don't, I can't think of a theme at all. Okay, each of if if you pay attention to to uh, the motif the mo if you pay attention to the atmosphere the motif around it s- surrounds predators and prey. <laughs> Okay, so in flame tree, in flame tree. Okay. So you'll be sitting in one room where there's ant eaters and ants, okay. or another where there's snakes and mice, or spiders and bugs. Okay, it, it represents a predator prey relationship. Okay, I don't know if y'all picked up on that, but that is what is going on. I'm looking at the pictures of it right now, and you can clearly see. You see the ants. You see the fl- uh, what you call the, uh, right, the ant eater. Yeah. So that's what's going on when you're sitting down at the flame tree barbecue. Is that there is a there is a story. There's a motif going on, and it has to do with predators and the prey that okay. they, that that they that they you know prey upon. Right. So uh, yeah, they're food. So yeah. And that pizza for you, which is there? What's there? <laughs> It's just it doesn't really give it as such of a um, it doesn't really give it as a motif because like I, at first when we were talking about it I, that's what sparked my memory of this and that's what made me oh, reach for this. So you're trying to find well, what theming they would go with if they were going to go with a, a table service. Right, I was trying yeah. to figure out. I remember thinking this and like, okay, was that? And and then I looked at it and I found out it was Flame Tree Barbecue. But I did read on Pizza Fari and it really just says that each of the murals have a little story to tell. Yeah. Uh, but there's nothing that really kind of gives you any sense of, I mean, nothing. Uh, uh, see if you can spot the animals and the camouflage. If you can spot them, you'll see animals that camouflage themselves in their habitats. There are leopards, tigers, deers, and polar bear with all their almost visible, invisible friends. See if you can find the birds hidden in the grass. There really doesn't seem to be a whole lot in sense of what an overall theme like predator yeah. prey i tell you that you understand instantly right. i'm about to look for that yeah yeah um but no as far as pizza fari goes uh, you know hopefully they can do better how about this okay uh, an adventures club type setting 
where the safari <laughs> people come back and they bring back the best pizzas from around the world. So you got yourself a New York pizza made with Hudson River water. You got Chicago <laughs> pizza. You got Brazilian pizzas. And I'm just going off of pizzas that I've had personally myself. Okay. And Italian pizzas types or whatever. What, what if it was something like that? Yeah, absolutely. That's, I like that. Exotic pizzas brought back from around the world by the adventurers on their safari, pizza safaris. <laughs> I like that. Now I, you're talking. I, copyright magic our way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> done and done. Book me that. Yes. Yeah. I would, I would go to that. Would you, would you, would you go to that, Lee? Oh, well, I would. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm, a, I'm down with the pizza if it's good. Not, oh, like I said, I just yeah. don't want to pay for uh regular Disney crappy pizza. No, I understand that. I understand that. Yeah. So. so yeah, I would definitely check that out. And plus, you know, like you said, it gives you another option in uh in Animal Kingdom for a sit down meal. So that's good. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, this next thing we have is another travel agent moment with Lee Lastovica of Just a Dreamer Travel. Lee, take it away. So right now, um the newest discount from Disney uh, for Walt Disney World just came out yesterday. Well, I say yesterday. <laughs> I forgot. This is you, by the time you hear this, it's going to be about a week old. Yeah, that's okay. But uh, yeah. basically, you can save up to thirty percent on select Walt Disney World resorts if you book between December twenty ninth and February sixteenth. If you book between the February seventeenth and March twenty eighth, you will save up to twenty five percent on select Walt Disney World resorts. And uh, this is all for travel between March second and June fifteenth. In addition to that, uh, if you buy four days worth of tickets, you get one day free. So pretty good deals. Uh, and a lot, of, a lot of people have already got their March um, packages booked. So it would be definitely a good time to look at this and see if that could save you some money and maybe get you a better price than what you've already booked. Now, what's cool about this, it takes you through the dates of uh, Star Wars Weekend. So you could you probably use this discount yes, to book something absolutely. during those times, you know? Mm-hmm. And again, I know a lot of people have spring break in March and things oh, yeah. like that. So it's it's a pretty good time. It's you know it's uh, a lot of times you'll see some of these offers come out and they're not for the peak times, but this is a pretty busy time in the world. So you definitely can uh, you can take advantage of that. Uh, kids should be out of school, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, the fact so. it goes all the way to June is pretty cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get that discount. So, uh, yeah, and so you know, again, it's it's a pretty good deal. Uh, of course, saving uh, some money off your room, but uh, you know, again, you get four four nights worth of tickets and get one free. Yeah. So you, even better there, because you know you're gonna add tickets anyway. So that's you know just sweetening the pot a little bit. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, you know, <laughs> speaking of travel, I, I was talking with my wife the other day, and in three years is gonna be our ten year anniversary. Guess where nice. she said she wants to go? Uh, Olani. No, it's just Disney World in general. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> we were driving. I was just so freaking happy. And I started thinking, all right, cool. I'm going to talk to Lee. We're not going to do DVC. I'm going to book a package. We're going to do concierge, you know, maybe stay at the poly kind of thing, you know. Just go gotcha. just go all out for the 10-year, man. So just, just expect that. And, and that's not that far away, actually. Because <laughs> like, no, like, like nice. after tomorrow, like in two days, it's going to be like two years later. So I'd have to start right. thinking about that and the year after that. <laughs> Pretty crazy. But yeah, I just made me so happy. So I just figured I'd share with everybody that was... Pretty bad. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I'm going to Disney World for in my two years. With no kids. In two years. That's, a, that's a thing, too. The kicker, too, with no kids. Just me and her. <laughs> that's awesome. And did you, t- did you look in her eyes after she said, I love you so much? Well, no, because I had to keep my eyes on the road. Uh, <laughs> we were driving. But I bounced like, my glare off the windshield into her eyes. So there you go. You're like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I was, I was giddy, needless to say. But anyway, why don't you go to Disneyland? Uh, I don't know. She wants to go to Disney World because we've never been to Disney World together. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, been to by Disney- ourselves. Yeah, every yep. time we've gone, had uh, the kids. 
yeah, we had the kids or we had family that came with us, you know, when we started going. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll be nice, man. It's it's a definitely a lot different. It's a different pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's the first, she's the first girl like when we were dating. I never took to Disney World. We never mm-hmm. went for some reason, you know, until we like after we were married and that was else. like was that like your first move with all your dates? Go to Disney know. World. Well, I don't know. I, you know, because you go on a trip with any day. Nice to meet you. Three dates, yeah. we go to Disney World. Yeah, <laughs> it's very telling when you go on a trip with somebody you're dating with. You know, so. Okay, this falls in the uh, rumor category. This is not confirmed by any stretch of the imagination, but I love these rumors. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So we're already getting word that over at uh, Pixar Place, uh, they're just supposed to be doing a Pixar Playland little area over at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Yeah. All right. So this is what is being reported as the three attractions that we're going to get. One is going to be the RC Racer that is currently in use over at... Um, over at Disneyland Paris, I believe it is, and, and I'm, I'm sorry, Hong Kong. Hong Kong, okay. Think, well, you know, it might be at both. It might be at both Hong Kong and Disneyland Paris. No, no, well, it's like an attraction based off the RC race. It is it, okay. I'm, I'm right. It's Disneyland Paris and Hong Kong. Cool. It, there's a little Toy Story Land makeup, so you we, we should be getting the RC racer, which is like a, um. Have you seen it? Yeah, uh, no, I haven't seen it. It's like this. It's like picture half a track. Like if you have an oval. Yeah. Okay. Cut it in half so you have a semicircle. Yeah. And it just it stands straight up in the air. Ah. And you have a car bo- along that track, which is RC off of Toy Story, that, you know, you start one way and you swoop yeah. back and forth, back and forth, going higher and higher and dropping and going the opposite way. It's like a shuttle roller okay, coaster cool. kind of thing. Yeah. 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 So that's what they're saying that one of the rides that we're going to be getting is going to be. The other one is supposed to be modeled off of Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. Instead, though, they're going to be supposedly going with a Woody's Roundup kind of theme where guests will ride horse-drawn carriages that whip and whirl. Oh, that'd be cute. It'd be cute, but I'd rather than just stick with the Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. I don't know the, the baby problem. tractors? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that at all. I mean, mm-hmm. why not? I mean, I, I don't I don't remember horse-drawn carriages in any of the Toy Story movies. I mean, it seems well, there's like... A, uh, there's that scene, I guess, in the third one, opening scene. Where he, was that a... What was that? They had a train, and then they were running away after the train, and they were on... Maybe they were just on horses. They were on... I don't remember yeah. horse-drawn carriages as being a thing, but I could be wrong on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And last but not least, there is a uh, rumor that Luigi's Flying Tires at California Adventure will come here, but not Luigi. It's going to be replaced with a Buzz theme. Buzz's Flying Tires? But, well, not Buzz's Flying Tires, but you can imagine it being kind of like a Buzz UFO kind of thing. You know, like, remember how they used to have those over at Disneyland? The yeah. uh, Flying Saucers? Yeah. Buzz's Flying Saucers? Something like that. So those are the three things that are rumored to be coming uh, to the studios when we get our little Pixar Playland area. That'd be kind of neat. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, yeah, okay. I was going to go off and say, I want a big version of what they have in Disney Quest. And it's that little, like a bumper car slash thing, but the bumper cars can uh, uh, roll around and pick up these little balls that you load into a cannon and shoot other bumper cars. And if you hit it in a certain spot, they spin the car <laughs> out of control for it. Have y'all seen that? Have y'all been no. to Disney Quest seen that? No. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. It, it's still there and it's it's... I mean, it might be kind of running down now, but it was one of the best times I've had on Disney property in a while. It was at Disney Quest doing that little bumper car thing where you can you scoop up ball. Basically, here it is. Picture enclosed bumper cars, and they have a bunch of balls all over the place, kind of like Hungry Hungry Pills. They're bouncing everywhere. And it's you have one person that drives and scoops up all the balls, and you have another person that drives, rides with you that has to take the balls out of this little bin and put them into the cannon, and you have to shoot other players on the on the on the board, you know? 
So, I mean, that was that was just so much fun because if you hit it dead on, it spun the vehicle. And if you hit it at a certain angle and in another spot, it just stopped the vehicle for a certain amount of time. So then you were, you know, you were it's like sitting ducks. So it was like an awesomely fun game. I think that'd be fun, like, you know, large scale outside kind of a thing. But anyway, sorry, I digress. That would, so that could be with Buzz. Hmm. Like Astro Blasters, like souped up or something. Yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's yeah. It could be like the actual attraction, but you could fight each other. Oh, that'd be cool too. Like laser tag with bumper cars. Yes. <laughs> oh, that'd be exactly. very nice. <laughs> that'd be that'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun, you know. Uh, so whatever. Just my do, thoughts. You could do Buzz versus Toy Story Midway Mania. There you go. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just to mess it up for Danny. <laughs> You know, you remember I was telling you before I had the Wii game for Pressure Luck? Yeah. I have the Wii game for Midway Mania. Yeah, I have the Wii game for Midway Mania, <laughs> you too. You do, too? I do. Isn't it, doesn't it just suck that you could just put it in and it's pretty much the exact same experience except you're standing still? Yeah, but you know, <laughs> I was playing that today, and I can't stand how you start the whole thing. You know, because they have this little, like, when you're loading up the games, if you do free play, you got to load this little claw, and you press the little button, whatever. I, I found it hard for my little kid to kind of figure out how to get to use, you know, they were having a little trouble. My five-year-old was having trouble trying to figure out how to do that. And she's pretty good with a lot of stuff, but I mean, just to manipulate the Wii to get it. I mean, I don't know. I was, it was, it was kind of a pain in the butt. So I had to end up getting it to going, get going for them. And then some of the things are just hard to do, you know, for, for little ones and stuff that would really dig this kind of game, but they played it. They enjoyed it. They loved it. Once we got to the shooting thing, it was cool, but you know, I, I did book a fast pass for that, for our trip. So they'll be they'll get to go on that now. <laughs> yeah, you know, I actually I booked my first fast pass. Uh, oh, sorry, Lee, I booked my first fast pass without you. <laughs> you know, you know what it was. I like you know because I'm not worried about like fast passes because we're going at a time where it's not really all that crowded. But I found out today that um, so I finally like I've been dreading looking at the refurbishment schedule because I was worried that uh, you know, Splash Mountain was going to yeah. be down by the time we got there, and that's when my daughter is just geeked up to ride oh awesome yeah i mean she she and i watched the video of it the other day and so finally i looked today and to my delight splash mountain was going to be open to my dismay uh another one that she's looking forward to is going to be closed which is voyage of the little mermaid but it's closing on february the 2nd yeah we get there february the 1st so we're hightailing it to disney world i mean to, to magic kingdom uh on the very first day we're there which is well, we're gonna do yeah. that to begin with and I'm going to take her to Ariel so she'll be able to get to see that before it shuts down. Yeah, Undersea Adventures, uh, it's shut down the entire t- time I'm there. So it's like, uh, bummer. It <laughs> is. Oh, well. All right, y'all. That was time. We'll head on to the hub. Yep, it is the new year, guys. It's 2015, and a lot of things took place at Walt Disney World. Um, in and around Walt Disney World for New Year's. And we kind of want to talk about the stuff that has taken place and maybe address some questions. Now, granted, we are recording this before New Year's, so we'll probably talk about some things that will happen. And we might have a little afterthought segment on our, our next week's show, uh, just kind of talk about the, and see what they actually did and react to what was go- actually going on. Um, so there's a, we got a couple of questions. We got a few questions, three questions, in fact, from a couple of listeners and some people from the Dream Away to Travel page that we want to kind of want to address here on the show. So, uh, Lee, won't you uh, toss out the first questions you have for us from our uh, listener? Okay. So um, I, I threw it on the uh, Dream Away to Disney 
uh, Facebook page and asked and said, you know, basically we're recording right now. Do you have any New Year's questions slash discussion ideas? And uh, someone asked, um, would you prefer to watch the fireworks from Magic Kingdom or from Epcot? Now, have either either of you been? Like, I've never been, but have either of y'all been for New Year's Eve? Yes. You have, <laughs> Lee, have you? Okay, so I have been to Walt Disney World for New Year's Eve. We did not go to Magic Kingdom or Epcot. So I will give my opinion, but it's not from experience. Okay, so okay. So Danny has the experience. Why don't we let him discuss what he actually experienced with New Year's Eve? Well, I was a young one at that point. So, I mean, I, I all I remember is seeing people's... Backs and butts. (laughs) (laughs) Standing amongst the sea of humanity, wondering what were we doing here and where do you get out? Right. And being so miserable at one point, it's just like, I want to go home. (laughs) You know, having that (laughs) mentality, um, it was just awful. Yeah. It was absolutely awful. I mean, you know, the fireworks came off and you could hear it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you really couldn't see much. I mean, like, you would look straight up and what you could see from where you could see it. Yeah. Would, you got to see a little bit. But for the most part, you know, you, you, you know, your parents would take turns putting you on the shoulders. Right. But I mean, you know, uh, they would get tired after a while. So, I mean, yeah, you, it kind of didn't work out well at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, I just remember being miserable. Oh, bummer. Yeah, it was. It was, it was very much a bummer. How, how so? Do you remember how old you were on this? Like how how young you were? Eight to ten. Eight to ten. Okay. Yeah, somewhere somewhere around that that age range. I can't remember exactly. I would have been around fifth to sixth grade. Yeah. Um, and I'd have to do the math. I suppose. Yeah. I, I just yeah, remember being excited. Ballpark, yeah. Yeah, because we got the trip for our for Christmas. Awesome. That was our Christmas uh, present. Was we had a trip to Disney World. Cool. And hey, get packing because you're going. You know, uh, in two days. They sprung this on you. Yes, they sprung it on. Oh, cool. And so we were all excited, and so we left to go, and we didn't realize what we were stepping into was just like again a, a, a really big mess. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh wow. So, um, yeah. I well, mean, I, I will say this: a lot of people I've seen a lot of discussion today and yesterday about, hey, we're thinking of, and you know, between this page and lines and uh, liners and uh, a few other pages, right. you know, everyone asking about, you know, how bad is it going to be? Really, how bad is it going to be? Really? Um, and I think Danny, you know, pretty much summed it up. It's going to be crazy. Right. Um, but I think if you go, if you want to go to Walt, you want to go to Magic Kingdom to do a lot of attractions and see a lot of things on New Year's Eve, you're going to be pretty disappointed. Yeah. You know, if you, yeah. I think if you, if you first of all realize that, you know, what you're getting into, you know, is, is it's going to be busy. It's going right. to be extremely busy. Um, if you go into it with that knowledge, though, you know, I think that helps you out a lot. Well, yeah. and, that, and that's the good thing about the internet. And, the, and I mean, when I went, when I was a kid, I mean, there was no internet. There was nothing to warn you right. that you were stepping into Insanity, yeah, yeah. There was just nothing. You just you showed up, and it was like, what? And then back then, it was only what two parks, right? Oh yeah. I'm, so I'm trying to think if Epcot, Epcot, yeah, Epcot would have been around around that time, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. Epcot was open like 1980 or so, 1983, I believe. Yeah, and, and you know, so it it was worse. Yeah. Um. Right. So yeah. I, Thank God now that people have tools available to them where they can kind of look this stuff up and decide whether or not that it's worth the hassle. Yeah. One thing yeah. with New Year's, guys, uh, listeners, anybody that goes down there is listening. I mean, it's going to be crowded. I mean, there, there's no way to avoid it. I mean, almost shoulder to shoulder, you know, the kind of crowds where I don't know if it's Bourbon Street crowd. And by Bourbon Street crowd, I mean, it's like, you know, if you get into the crowd, you're flowing with the flow of the people. 
you don't really have a say on where you're going. You just kind of follow and hopefully you kind of make your way out if you have to get out somewhere. But I mean, it's going to be packed, you know, there's there going to be people in ECVs there be people in strollers, all kinds of um, materials walking around and Magic Kingdom's a pretty, you know, it can be pretty tight, especially in and around like the uh, Main Street and the hub and all that kind of business. Whereas if you go to like Epcot, I, you know, I'm sure it's gonna be crowded there too. But would you think, guys, that you might have a little bit more elbow room if you were to watch some fireworks over at Epcot, as opposed to? I mean, granted, if it's in and around World Showcase, in some certain spots, you might have some issues. But I mean, you probably have a little bit of better breathing room that you would at the Magic Kingdom, yeah. Probably, but um, I think packed is packed. But yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's a bigger it's a bigger yeah. park, so sure, you're gonna have more room. Yeah. Um. I will tell you this. I just for kicks, I looked up uh, crowd predictions, and everything is ten out of ten. Yeah. Every park, ten out of ten. Even you know, Animal Kingdom Studios is predicted ten out of ten. Um, so you know, everyone is saying it's going to be busy. It's going to be busy. You know that for a fact. So I think if you know it's going to be super crazy busy, yeah. But you want to see fireworks anyway. Where do you go? TV. Do you go wishes? <laughs> <laughs> Your hotel room. Yes. <laughs> it's a contemporary or something like that. Yeah. Or do you know, do you do Magic uh, Kingdom or you do Epcot or do you do Studios? Studios has fireworks as well. They asked about Magic Kingdom and Epcot specifically. So yeah. just to answer the question, I would probably do Epcot. Is it based, is the, the Epcot fireworks based off Illuminations? Yeah. Or is well, it totally, is there, is it totally um, separate thing? No, there's a New Year's countdown fireworks okay, okay. at 1140. So it's a separate. Uh, there's illuminations at six, right? And then there's a separate New Year's countdown fireworks at eleven forty hmm. for both parks. So, uh, for Epcot, so um, so Magic Kingdom's with, fireworks is basically Kingdom, wishes. You, is wishes at seven thirty, and then Fantasy in the Sky fireworks at eleven fifty. Fantasy in the Sky. So you will have a separate uh, fireworks for New Year's Eve in Magic Kingdom and in Epcot. Hmm. Now, um, I will say this. When we went, we did what we did is we went to Animal Kingdom in the morning and then went back to Hollywood Studios to celebrate New Year's Eve. But I don't see a New Year's Eve fireworks show listed at Hollywood Studios this year. So you really can't go with that plan. And then the other problem is if you don't go to Magic Kingdom and you want to go later, will you be able to get in or will the park be at capacity? I'm sure there'll be capacity by at some point. Yeah. So there. you have you to know, get there pretty early if you wanted to go. Yeah. Um, so you'd have to get there pretty darn early. And if you did, you can probably count on the parking lot in the Magic Kingdom to be, you know, pretty much shut down probably during midday or if not early yeah. afternoon, you know, everybody right. trying to get there, stick their spot, you know. So if you wanted to go, you'd have to bust it in somehow. If you were staying on property, mm-hmm. I, I, would, I would I would guess that'd be the only way to get in. Because, you know, the parking lot doesn't hold as many people as, say, the Magic Kingdom does, or at least capacity, right? So at some point, there's going to be enough cars where it shuts it down, and then you just have no choice but to bus it in or taxi it in or whatever else. I'd like to know, like, I'd like us to do, like, a little listener poll as to why you would actually go during this period of time. Yeah. I mean, what would possess you to go now knowing, like, if you know going into it, like I'm sure there are people who go every year for this exact same time. Yeah, yeah. I have a student down there. That he goes every. You know, this is like his trip, man. He goes like between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, we need to have him on the show. Why? Yeah. Why would you do this to yourself? Yeah. I mean, you're paying top dollar. You're not getting a break on the price. 
at all, right? right? right. Uh, Lee? No, um, not really. <laughs> no. You're not getting a break yeah, in the price at all. You're going when it's miserable. It's going to be crowded. It's going to be... I mean, I'd rather just throw a dart at the wall and hope for the best in summer than to go during this time and, and to be this. I mean, this is like... This is when you're like... They've been hitting capacity during the weekends right. now. I mean, they've been closing the parks every other day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because of capacity issues. I... Now, would you say that, you know, my student, you know, it's college kid and then, you know, his mom and stepdad, uh, that makes for a trio of very highly mobile people that could fit anywhere. Do you think that would probably be improve their chances of enjoying uh, said experience if if they didn't have to deal with like strollers or any, you know, wheelchairs or anything like that? No. Do you think that changes anything? I mean, look, uh, yeah, I do think it again. But you're talking about varying degrees. It's like, yeah. you know, I think you kind of like it when you asked before about, about Lee about Epcot being, is it better? Yeah, but <laughs> packed is packed. Right, I mean, right. you know, you're still, you're talking about, you know, lesser degrees of, of suffering, but you're still suffering nonetheless. Right, right, right. So, you know, look, if I was there at that point in time, I would go to the balcony balcony of my hotel room and hope to God I had a view of yeah. something to where I could pipe in the music over the TV and enjoy it that way. Yeah. But other yeah. than that, uh. anyway, so, so to answer the listener's question, uh, what do y'all think? If you had to pick and you had to endure it, uh, what would you pick, Magic Kingdom or Epcot? And I think, Lee, you already specified Epcot, yeah? Yeah, I'd go with Epcot. Why would you pick Epcot, you think? Well, uh, I... Again, I know it's going to be packed, but it is a bigger park. And uh-huh. I think you can I, – I just can't stand to be in the hub mm-hmm. in that in that mass of humanity, even during regular wishes. Right. I, I can't even imagine for New Year's Eve. So yeah. I would go with Epcot. Okay. Danny, what do you think? Epcot. Epcot, yeah. For one what? simple reason. Why? Alcohol. Alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ha- I mean, because it's either going to make it more bearable or you're going to get in a fight with somebody and it's better to be liquored up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, alcohol. That would, I mean, it, it's a bigger, yeah, obviously it's a bigger, yeah. it, it's a bigger park. It's, it's a bigger viewing area. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, if I'm going to be stuck in that, you know, give me something to dull the pain. Yeah. Um, I would have to, my vote would be for Epcot. I mean, you know, I didn't think about the, bever- the beverages thing, but yeah, I, w- I wouldn't mind a little adult beverage, maybe a little uh, <laughs> orange a slush, uh, Grey Goose slush mm-hmm. thing, you know, uh, Grand Marnier slush would be awesome for New Year's. But my main thing would be like, you know, how often do you get to see a special fireworks that's not attached to illuminations at Epcot, you know? Um, you, you've seen a, a fireworks show at the Magic Kingdom of the castle numerous times, whether it be Wishes or Fanning the, Fantasy in the Sky or whatever else. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, you know, pretty much looks like there's a castle and in the background there's fireworks, but you know, to have like a separate fireworks show, you know, I don't know if it's, I don't, does it, do we know where that's centered around? Is it centered around world showcase or is it centered around the ball or how are they doing those? Do we, I guess, oh, that's a great question. You know, I, I don't know. That's awesome. That's a great question. I didn't even believe yeah. no, anyone who knows. Well, it, it says, uh, the description here says on new year's Eve, Epcot puts on a second showing of illuminations that is followed by an impressive fireworks display oh, so like so a it's, fireworks it's, tag it's, okay. limi- it's eliminations basically yeah okay so okay, it's in the same place yeah well, that's still kind of a unique kind of a thing so it wouldn't be too bad mm. you know i i i'd try illumination just because of the uh, i mean uh epcot just for the sheer fact that you know fireworks behind the behind the castle i mean you see that everywhere mm-hmm. uh but something different 
Now, I don't know what it looks like because I've never really seen it up close in person, but you know, I, I got to know that it's a little bit different than what you normally see. So it'd be cool to kind of, and you know, alcohol helps and the food mm. <laughs> and all the different kinds of food and the space, you know? So, I mean, I like Epcot anyway. So that's, that's I mean, you're, you're talking to an Epcot fan, right? diehard through and true. So anyway, uh, so Lee, you got another question for us from okay. the Dreamway and to Travel the, page. So the, yeah. The, the other question, and let's see, Linda asked, um, where would you like to eat for New Year's Eve dinner? New Year's Eve dinner. This is anywhere in the world? I was going to say, are we assuming then that we're going to be in the same spot we are for the fireworks since we probably can't go anywhere? <laughs> no, I, I think it's, it could be separate. I mean, it could be separate? don't go to Epcot. Well, yeah, we do you like, to, uh, like if we were, you don't have to be tied in together. Yeah, if we had to go to Epcot, if we wanted to stay at Epcot, where would we want to eat? Or if you had to go to Magic Kingdom, where would you want to eat? All right, so, but we're all choosing to go to Epcot. No, no. Where yeah, would you all... go? Where would you want to go for dinner on New Year's Eve? Period. Forget about the fireworks. Forget oh, about anything okay, else. I got you. Where would you want to go for New Year's Eve dinner? Your last meal in, the... in 2014. There you go. In Disney I... World, where would you want to go? Oh wow! You see, but I don't know. I, it's such a. I would just pick like you know one. I would pick like a Narcoozies or a, a Hollywood Brown Derby or an Artist Point, one of my favorite restaurants over there. Yeah. Um. Here's what I would say. Because I want to tie it in, and I know you, I'm probably like I know you said you can pick anywhere, Lee, but just to kind of tie it into New Year's Eve theme, and I'm already in Epcot. Put me at that Spice Road place where I have table front viewing of the of the um of the, uh, fireworks. the fireworks. Yeah, yeah. Put mm-hmm. me there, and you know because I and the only the only thing you know fallback for me is that I've never eaten there before, so I wouldn't know. But I'm sure it's Disney. It's Mediterranean. It's going to be good. Yeah. Um. So I would probably ask to be put there, so that way I have. A perfect seating arrangement to watch the show. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Lee, your thoughts? Yeah, I like that. Uh, I was thinking something similar, but I'm wondering, and we'd have to look, and maybe we can look real quick, but sure. I wonder how many of the restaurants are going to be open late enough to maybe see the New Year's Eve fireworks. So, you know, would California Grill be open till midnight to where you could actually enjoy dinner and the fireworks? That's a good question. I'd be curious to know that too. That's Fantasyland. Let's 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 pretend it. I, I doubt it, but let's pretend it, it it would be. Yeah. Well, if we're pretending, then I would probably, I, I'd say California Grill, but realistically, Ohana. Okay. Ohana. You know, I was thinking well, about. Well, it. how's it? Yeah. How realistically? Because they probably wouldn't be open until midnight either. Yeah. So, but I'm saying if I had, if I could make it happen, I'd do Ohana and then. Finish up in time to head out to the beach and watch oh, the fireworks. Okay, I see what you're saying. Oh, uh, very nice, very that. nice. Well, that's smart. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, so, you know, if we're, so we're thinking fantasy, and here's the funny. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, here's the funny thing for me, it, and I'm thinking solely myself. You know, I'm not having the little ones with me. It's probably me, and my wife, and everything. You know, I I like to party. <laughs> you know, I like to be in a party <laughs> atmosphere. So there's one of two places. Uh, that I'd probably want to have dinner, whether it be attached to fireworks or not. It doesn't really matter to me, you know. Um, but, you know, I'd either want to be at a, the Oktoberfest in Germany or like in uh, the, the Cantina. Uh, not Cantina. What, uh, what, the, uh, La Cava. Uh, like, yeah, the, La Cava de Tequila. Just hanging out in there, you know, just and just partying, enjoying, maybe step out of the pavilion, watch fireworks, go back in if they let me and continue on my partying, you know, kind of a thing. But, you know, Oktoberfest is a great party atmosphere. You know, you got the band, you got singing, dancing, you got beer flowing, you got all kind of manner of meats and foods and stuff that will soak up the beer so you don't get completely trashed, you know, good padding. 
And then, you know, of course, yeah, you got Mexico. You have some snacks. Actually, killer snacks. You know, Danny and I went there about almost a year ago now. Uh, we went there and they had some killer nachos and other stuff mm-hmm. we could eat. And liquor was just, you know, just whatever you want. It was just good. Queso. Queso. The queso dip was incredible, you know, and just, you know, just a party atmosphere. You know, I want to enjoy myself and ring in the new year, uh, start anew, hopefully without a hangover kind of a thing. Um, and that's it's totally doable without a hangover. But, you know, I, I like to I, I like to party a little bit. So <laughs> that's kind of what I would do. Should they be open late? I'm, I'm hoping they would, <laughs> you know. Um, but I guess, you know, it just kind of like if re- reality's sake, if it was open late, I, I would hit that. Uh, what's that place? Uh, that La Hacienda. I'd probably you know, hang out at La Hacienda, you know, maybe you know, get some finger foods, get some tacos and stuff. Sit right on there. Watch the fireworks, you know, drink some beers and stuff, whatever else. Kinda Let me ask you out. this. Let me ask yeah. you this. What if uh, what if you were at, uh, let's say, um, Jelly Rolls? Okay. Over there by the boardwalk, they have a nice little piano, dueling oh, piano bar. Oh, I didn't bar. even think of that. Now, can you watch the fireworks from Epcot over there? I would think you could, huh? Could I'm you see illuminations? Of, I'm trying to think of the vantage point. Where you, where you I mean, get. some of those fireworks are low-lying, so yeah. I don't know how high up it would get, but I mean, you're you're not that far away from the lagoon. Yeah, from Jelly Rolls, I'd say you probably walk a little bit closer to the Yacht Club, and mm-hmm. then you could probably get a better view. I think what boardwalk wraps around a little bit, right? Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So you'd have to kind of move out a little bit from Jelly Rolls to see it. But that's that's I love Jelly Rolls. I'd to, that's that's a great idea. Maybe I'll do that mm. <laughs> instead. Because <laughs> you know Jelly Rolls is basically based off of Pat O's Piano Bar, which yeah. we have here in New Orleans, kind of a thing. And that's just a really really good time. Except it's cleaner and it's not as smoky, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which is great. Uh, so you know, singing songs and stuff, you know, just imbibing in adult beverages, and you know, go out and see fireworks. Oh, I totally dig that. I think I like that. I'm gonna change my answer to that. Jelly, <laughs> I'm gonna go to Jelly Rolls. <laughs> it's not a restaurant, yeah. You know, so I guess well, if I had yeah, to, sure though you can. Yeah, I can. I can eat wherever I want. Yeah, for that case, shoot, I'll just grab a burger at Beaches and Cream or something, and then go hang out and party at Jelly Rolls. You know, they don't have food over at Jelly Rolls, like a little snack things. I don't know. I don't know if they have, you know, they should have jelly rolls at jelly rolls. <laughs> I, I know it's like, pattern, yeah, right. I know it's pattern after like jelly roll Morton, you know, that, that, yeah. uh, that guy, uh, uh, early, early swing guy. Well, you can go right on the boardwalk and get pizza. Right yeah, you could. You Not could that, that pizza, fari, cruddy pizza, like good pizza. Yeah. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. There's, uh, there's options there at the boardwalk. I think, you know, especially with beaches and cream that you get your dessert and you want a little something sweet, go over there, go back to go, go back to jelly rolls. And the ESPN clubs yep. there, so I mean, all manner of partying, and then World Showcase is right there. I mean, there's options, man. I got a good thing. We should have <laughs> we should have did a draft. I would have won this one. <laughs> I think it was my idea, Kevin. <laughs> I know. I think I picked it up a free agency though. So I'm not too sure. So that works. But I, I know. Hey. Did we answer the question? <laughs> I went well, off yeah. on a tangent. Um, just to throw this out there, this yeah. is from the official Disney travel page. Uh, if your clients wish to enjoy New Year's Eve at Downtown Disney, please remind them that as in previous years, there are no fireworks displays. However, there are a variety of exciting offerings, exciting offerings to enjoy this year at Downtown Disney, including special New Year's Eve food and beverage tents, merchandise stands, and entertainments. Guests may also enjoy dining experiences, movies, bowling, Cirque du Soleil, shopping, and more. Or they can explore some of the newest offerings, including the food trucks. There you go. That's a good option, too. Oh, that would be cool. At Exposition Park and the flagship Starbucks located at downtown Disney's West Side. I think Kevin's changing his answer again. Hold up. No, I still like jelly rolls, you know, but that would be kind of... You know, I was just thinking as you were reading that, it's like, I just need a place to, you know, kiss my wife at midnight, uh, enjoy some party drinks. You know, fireworks are nice, but I don't really need it, <laughs> you know? If my wife wants fireworks, then I guess I'll go see fireworks. But, I mean, for me personally, it's like fireworks are fireworks. 
They go boom. They make pretty colors. You know, it's you, know, you see them on Fourth of July. They're big, but you hey, know. Uh, by the way, uh, Jelly Rolls. Uh, all they have uh, from what I'm seeing here, and this is kind of a dated answer, but I have no reason to doubt it. Uh, popcorn is what you can get at Jelly Rolls, but they will let you bring in outside food that you grab from the Boardwalk Bakery. Or really? Like, yes. Yes. Oh, I'll get loaves of bread, man. That's there's my padding right there. There you go. I'm good to go. All right. I'm set. So anyway. Hopefully that answers uh, Linda's question there and gives her little ideas, uh, strictly from our points of view, of course. <laughs> um, but anyway, we'll go on to our third and final question regarding this that we just got. Uh, for those, you know, by the time you hear this, you probably would have seen it, and we're going to kind of reflect on this as well. But uh, they are live streaming, or they did live stream the New Year's Eve fireworks from the Magic Kingdom. Um, you probably picked that up. Uh, just found this off of Twitter, and they have an article on TampaBay.com. Um, but anyway, this uh, this is from Drake L from Louisiana over here, and he sa- asks us ideas on live feed of the New Year's Eve fireworks. Uh, he's talking about camera angle ideas rather than train station for a better view of the fireworks. He was just curious what we thought about that. So, I guess if you're in the Magic Kingdom or, or I guess any of the either of the parks could be the same kind of thing. I think he's talking about instead if you're going to do a live feed instead of one stationary camera. Uh, like, say, coming off of the train, train station, pointing down Main Street, aimed at the castle, and that's it. Or you see just one image or one view of the fireworks. Or maybe, like, a, a one camera stuck at the top of the ball just to view just the pictures. Um, what are your thoughts? Would you want to see um, other different angles and stuff? Like, what, what are your ideas or, think how, or, or what they should have done? You know, now, we're recording this before the fireworks, so we're going to have a reaction and talk about exactly what they did after. Um, but just kind of thinking, what do you guys think they would do or should do? Or if anything, does it matter? Do you like having just a one view down Main Street or over the lagoon, over the park, and just seeing everything encompassing, you know, like as if it was like an overhead of a football field? Do you want close-ups? Do you want, you know, what thoughts? You know, I think you want close-ups in there periodically from here to there. But I think, you know, the the, the fireworks are made to kind of be viewed from that area. The, another mm-hmm. another potential place I can think of is is going on that Tomorrowland Bridge yeah. where uh, Tinkerbell flies over. Uh, that That's a unique kind of vantage point that you're yeah. really going to kind of get from all the way back at the, at the train station. Um, so, yeah, I think you want to be able to zoom in here to there. But um, as far as, like, multiple camera views i can't really necessarily say that um although you know who knows you could you could pull back and go as far away as 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 california grill and mm-hmm. do something like that and then it would be interesting to see but i think the primary viewing i i, I want to do of it is going to be from that yeah yeah from the train station yeah uh lee any thoughts on that uh Maybe it'd be interesting if you could change views. Like, hey, click on this camera to see it from the Grand Floridian. Click oh. on this camera to see it from uh, Polynesian, et cetera, yeah, et cetera. Yeah. And then, and then it would give you choices of, of click here, click here, right. and then you could see it. That would be pretty cool. You know, that, that, actually, that actually gives me a great – because that goes along with something I was going to say. I would love the multiple views kind of thing. It would take some work on their part. But, I mean, you know – Having an option to change views and it'd be less work on Disney, I think, if you just set up a bunch of cameras, you could have the Tinkerbell flight view, you could have the back of the castle view. Um, for the big ones, you could pull out to like Polynesian or pull out to uh, um, the train station or things like that. I, actually, that's a really good idea. I wouldn't mind something like that. Maybe even one that's pointing up from like the launch area. 
you know, have one camera just pointing up straight from there with the music, you know, piped in and stuff. Uh, and then you could see the, the things go straight up as if you're lying down on your back on the ground right next to the launchers, which is dangerous anyway. And you were just looking straight up and seeing the fireworks fly up and explode right above you. That would be kind of an interesting and unique vantage point that not many, too many people get to see other than the guys launching the fireworks, you know. Um, but yeah, Lee, that's actually a really good idea. I like that. I like that better when I was originally thinking. I was originally thinking, you know, just kind of like a TV station where they cover the football games, you know, have one director calling the different shots, close-ups, this, that, and the other. But actually given the, uh, you know, just setting up a bunch of stationary cameras and just make them all feed uh, and, and enabling the uh, the uh, fans to kind of look at the different streams and pick which angle they kind of want to look at at certain points, I think that'd be kind of neat. That'd be very unique and very fun. I, I think they need to put a GoPro on a... Uh, on, uh, on a shell? <laughs> No, dang it, I just lost my train of thought. Tinkerbell. I think they need oh, to put a GoPro on Tinkerbell. Did they do a GoPro on Tinkerbell? That could be cool. That would be really neat. I think that would be a cool little vantage point. And then you'd have to tune in at a certain time. It would probably crash the internet, and then everybody views uh, <laughs> Tinkerbell going down the little slope kind of a thing. Um, but, yeah, a, a GoPro on a shell would be neat. <laughs> if they could, if yeah, could manage enough uh, uh, power to get up there with the thing attached. But that would be kind of cool. <laughs> Just fly some some drone some drones through it. Oh yeah, know. the drone view that would be awesome, man! Right through the fireworks wherever you want, but not user controlled. I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not gonna be home with a drone just kind of controlling it. Bob asks, "What is the best resort to watch the Magic Kingdom Fantasy in the Sky fireworks from?" The best one. What best resort to watch the fireworks from? Ah, contemporary. Huh? I was, yeah, I was, I was gonna say contemporary. What do you think? Contemporary. Contemporary. Yeah. Although Teresa replied, Bay Lake Tower, top of the world lounge. I was, I was, oh, I was yeah. Say, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. You have two so, options. You can go California Girl, you can go Bay Lake Tower. Either one is because when you and I were there, they did it, didn't they? Yeah, they did it. You could watch it out. They have this big old patio, concrete patio thing right outside the bar, and they pump in the music, and you can watch from there. And I don't remember, but if you were lucky enough, I can't remember if it wraps around, but I do remember that you can kind of see some of the Epcot Center fireworks from a distance as well. Mm -hmm. So I guess if you're in a certain spot in that resort, you could probably catch a little bit of both. You won't get the music from the Epcot, but you get the music from uh, um, from the Magic Kingdom. But I would say contemporary would be by your best bet, you know, Bay Lake, or Bay Lake Tower or maybe um, even from the A-frame, you know, that little part where you that right, right by that bridge, you know, they have a little outdoor smoking area kind of a thing would be a good place to check it out. Uh, my vote's contemporary, man. I think that's a that's a good that's a good deal. You know, it's a yeah, good I idea. vote for contemporary also. Yeah, and you know, even if it, I like I like contemporary just for the sheer fact that you can take the monorail. Wait, am I thinking this wrong? No, um, you could walk there and take the monorail back, or you could just walk back. You know, so yeah, if you're staying there, yeah. yeah, you could stumble back. I mean, you know, you just you, you don't oh, have to. Oh, but you're not going to be drunk anyway because you're in the Magic Kingdom. This so is true. Never mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. anyway. Um, be drunk on Dole Whips. On Dole Whips, yeah, which now have a new home, uh, I hear. They're, they're, they're serving, not new home, but they're serving Dole Whips over at the uh, the Sunshine Terrace as well to kind of alleviate some of the congestion. So you can get Dole Whips in a couple places in Adventureland. But anyway, that's a, that's a totally different topic. But anyway, hopefully, well, thanks, guys, for bringing in those questions, sending them in on our show. We appreciate uh, the interaction from there, and hopefully that kind of gave you a little insight. Um, we'll revisit this. If I'm lucky, I'll try to get this out for New Year's, but who's going to be listening to this during New Year's? I know I'm not. <laughs> um, but anyway, just kind of curious to see our kind of predictions before 
and maybe kind of talk a little bit about it in our next Q uh, show in the Q segment just to kind of see what they actually did. So now that I know that they're streaming the fireworks, I'll be curious to see how they did it and what exactly they did. Yeah, Um, I want to check it out. Yeah, cool. Well, thanks, everybody, for writing that in. We definitely do appreciate it. Yes, sir. Well, you know what that means, man. Every good thing that starts should also come to an end, at least for now. We'll be back with another show next week and stuff with Magic Art. But this is 2015, guys. We definitely do appreciate you tuning our show into what's becoming our third year going on. You know, we'll reach our third year anniversary down in November uh, 2015, but this is pretty much the beginning of it. Uh, but anyway, just a couple of things to wrap up. Again, you can find us on Facebook and on Twitter. Those are the two social media platforms that I, I live on, especially Twitter. So it's mostly me talking on there, but you know, it could be any one of us. You might stumble onto Lee there. Uh, you might stumble into Danny every now and then. But um, anyway, you know, if you're lucky, if you catch, if you see Danny, <laughs> we will send you a prize. If Danny interacts <laughs> with you on Facebook or Twitter. I mean, that might this might be like a Where's Waldo thing, you know? Pretty like, much. That'd be kind of a cool, a cool little thing. We'll we'll send you a prize. I'll, I got I got some prizes in our stash. We'll we'll get you a prize out there if you catch Danny on any one of these social medias. But anyway. Um, so yeah, Facebook, Twitter is a good place to find us. We have an Instagram. I haven't posted anything there yet, but I will coming 2015. That's one of my podcast resolutions. Pinterest, we'll also be doing some stuff there. You can find us on Google Plus. I keep forgetting about Google Plus, but we also have a website, a web page there that we haven't started using because I haven't figured out how to utilize it fully. But I 2015, man, that's the year to make some changes and get things going so you can find us even more so. And also we will have our website going magicourway.com or magicourway.net. Either one works. Um, you can catch us there and I'll make a bigger announcement and when that comes up. Um, email magicourway at gmail.com. You can find us and all this is in our show notes. Speakpipe.com forward slash magicourway. Leave a voicemail straight from your computer or if you want to use your phone, whether it be mobile or landline, give us a call at one eight four four harambe That's one eight four four harambe H-A-R-A-M-B-E. You can do it from any kind of phone. And so anyway, we thank everybody for listening to the show. We know we have a uh, a wide variety of shows to choose from, and we're glad we're one of them. And we're going to hear, we got a shout-out. Lee, you got a shout-out, yeah? That you want to recognize yeah, one I, of our pa- Magic sure Away listeners? I appreciate that, Kevin. Yeah, I just got a new like on my uh, Facebook travel page from Missy, uh, and I noticed uh, that she is a, a Magic Our Way podcast listener. So, hey, Missy. Uh, yeah, so thanks for uh, liking the page, and thanks for listening. I wonder where she's from. I'd be curious to see where our listeners are from. I'm sure they're all over. She's from Ross, Don't Ohio. Stalk from listeners. Ohio, really? <laughs> Ohio, oh, cool. all the way Ohio. from Ohio. Yeah, I wonder if she's a Ohio State fan. They're in town, you know, for the Sugar oh, Bowl kind of thing. So I'd be curious. But anyway, thanks, Missy, giving Leah some love. Appreciate you listening to our show as well. Hey, you know, Leah was talking about. Uh, we, we keep mentioning the Dream Away to Disney Facebook page. Is this something that anybody can do? That join up? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, or do you only I have to book through Lee in order to join? It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just go to Facebook.com slash groups slash dream away to travel yeah yeah look for that man join in the conversation there you'll run into yeah, Jennifer come on in. yeah well, more than happy to have you got all kinds of cool disney discussions and polls and and all kinds of fun stuff there yeah you know lee's there you'll find me there you'll see the owner of just a dream Mary travel jennifer harris she's there a lot she i know she posts a lot on there so yeah man come on join the group let's talk disney man another another fr- happy friendly atmosphere that you can just kind of talk things honestly openly right <laughs> yes absolutely all right so one last thing before we sign off lee you want to remind the listeners how they can get in touch with you if they want to take advantage of these awesome spring deals that are coming up especially if they want to go to yeah. star wars weekends 
Star Wars Weekends, man. That's where it's at. Uh, just hit me up on email, lee at justadreamawaytravel.com. Uh, you can uh, get me on Facebook at facebook.com slash lastovica travel, L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. And you can also call me directly at 832-570-5490. Awesome. And we'll have that, of course, in our show notes as well. So if you didn't catch all that or if you're driving, please don't, you know, try to write this down. We'll have it in the show notes <laughs> and you can definitely give him a call. And if you have booked a vacation with Lee, we would love to hear your experiences. We'll bring you on the show. You know, we'll, we'll, Thus you know, far, it's you. been great. I can't complain about anything. The service has been <laughs> What? Uh, we'll interview Danny. We can compare experiences. You <laughs> yeah. know, everything would be great. Uh, but yeah, we'd love to hear you. We'll bring you on the show. We got Skype. We could do it by phone. Doesn't matter. Really matter. Whatever you feel most comfortable with. If you want to talk about your experiences, but we'd love to hear it and see how he's doing and the whole company and everything else. So uh, yeah, give us a call. So Lee, thank you once again for joining us on our show. We definitely appreciate it. And happy new year, sir. Happy New Year to you guys. Yep. And my name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And Happy New Year, everybody. Magic out. All right, guys, just before we wrap up the show, I have a couple of corrections to have to make. We were talking about the Buzz Lightyear thing over at Disney Quest, and uh, it, the name of it is actually called Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters, and that's the bumper cars thing to where you scoop up balls and you shoot it at other uh, players, and you can make their, if you hit a target, they make their car spin. So anyway, that's the actual name of that attraction. And then just after we finished recording the show, Lee sent us a little voicemail to kind of correct something that he had made. So here it is, Lee. Hey, Kevin, I don't know if you can squeeze this in by editing it or if it even matters, but uh, I mentioned as we were talking earlier that there was they didn't show uh, any fireworks shows at Hollywood Studios for New Year's Eve. I thought that was weird. But um, as I was looking through the official uh, Disney Travel uh, website, um, there is going to be fireworks at uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios. So uh, it says here, so for Disney's Hollywood Studios, as midnight approaches, the evening ignites into an amazing shower of shimmering light. Your clients can watch and wonder as majestic fireworks glitter, glisten, and inspire awe in one, awe in one and all. So uh, there's definitely going to be some fireworks at, uh, there definitely were some fireworks at Disney's Hollywood studio for New Year's. And lastly, we have a podcast ID from a new podcast that will be coming out, airing on January 12th. And uh, that is from Herb Leibacher, and that's the World of Walt podcast from the worldofwalt.com website. Anyway, I guess host on his ninth show. He's been uh, stocking up on shows, so you'll hear my show probably around February 22nd. But anyway, here's Herb, and go check him out when he releases. Again, that is on January 12th. Hi, I'm Herb Leibacher from worldofwalt.com and the World of Walt podcast, and you are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast. Thanks, guys. Y'all have a good one.